Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey everybody, we're coming back this week with episode 8 of Talking to Nobody. This week we interview Celia Rose. She is an actress, singer, songwriter, and has become one of my best friends. She talks about the impact creating music and acting have had on her mental health, and how difficult it can be to love yourself sometimes, but how necessary it is to do so. She is so passionate and is such a great example of what happens when you use your painful experiences to fuel you and create something beautiful out of it. Her album Silence is on Spotify, so you can check that out. And if you want to see her live, she will actually be performing this Wednesday, January 16th at The Study in Hollywood. Doors open at 7 and she goes on at 7.15. So you can check her out on Instagram. She'll talk a little bit more about that on the show. Hope you enjoy. Talking to nobody So you want to be somebody talking to nobody and this week we're with one of my besties celia <laughs> i'm not gonna say her last name because i'm really bad can you just how do you say it <laughs> holy shit yeah not <laughs> never gonna happen <laughs> Ra- ragna stock yes i'm so sorry so does that mean something and she's from iceland you guys so does that mean something? Yeah, it means uh, it means the daughter of Ragnar. So okay, my dad's name is Ragnar, mm-hmm. and I'm his daughter, and that's why my last name is Ragnarsdóttir. Okay, like uh, we we don't really have last names; we just take the name of our fathers, his yeah. first name, and then yes. add on and add daughter or son, depending on. Okay. Your yeah. So your do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a brother. So yeah. his last name is technically different from yours. Yeah. Oh, that is so. Yeah. That is super duper cool. Because I'm often confusing when we're traveling and none of us has the same last name. People are or like, you're not related. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Very cool. So then when you get married, do you, you take the husband's last name or no? No. We okay. keep our names. You yeah. keep your names. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like no. all that paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Well, yeah, Celia's here. She and I met at the Academy. We were, it's kind of funny, um, all of you know Nathan, the producer of the show, the real star of the show, and Celia actually met him first, right? You guys yeah. were in a section together, mm-hmm. and um, then you took a year off, and then you came back, and you were in my section, yeah. so that's so cool that we, we both got to experience <laughs> you, and yeah, I'm just so happy you're here. 
So now we'll start by talking about your favorite drink, <laughs> which <laughs> she's actually not drinking. <laughs> I feel so bad. So Celia gave me, she, by the way, her questionnaire was just, just so detailed and well done. And she gave me, you know, a few options for her favorite drink. And of course, with me, I fucking picked the alcoholic one because <laughs> that's just me. So she said, David's Tea, which I actually have never even heard of. What is that? It's the best tea company in the world. Okay. Can you buy it at the store? No. Oh, <laughs> well, that's why. I'm from Canada. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't yeah, have gone. No, that. it was, and that's why I gave me a few options because I was like, she's never going to be able to get yeah. that. <laughs> but that's so cool to know. Yeah. So what about it is so cool? They just have amazing flavors mm. and a lot of different types. Like, yeah, it's, they have such a strong flavor to it okay it's, yeah it's so great. cool well i'm sorry we didn't get no it's that. fine i was like <laughs> um so yeah she said either either spiced apple or cinnamon chai i mm. love chai i honestly after carolina's episode because she picked a mm. hot soy chai latte and i'd never had one and now i'm freaking yeah, addicted it's so, so good. thank you carolina <laughs> um but she also said moroccan mint and that sounds awesome licorice spi- so anything spicy tasting yeah. you like oh my even in like a tea yeah <gasps> that's so interesting i'm not a spicy person <laughs> at all like does it wake you up or you just enjoy the flavor i en- just enjoy the flavor it just calms me down it's yeah wow, that's so cool i wish i could do that i'm kind of a <laughs> pussy when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> you have to taste my tea <laughs> and then she also said something healthy from organic sources chai latte yes and then a moscow mule so of course i freaking like oh like it's sunday night we'll drink a moscow mule and she's being responsible everyone because why why are you being responsible celia because i'm i have a rehearsal later tonight i have Mm -hmm. concerts on wednesday and then i have an audition tomorrow so whenever i have a gig i don't drink that is so (laughs) responsible of you like Cheers to you for that. So she's not <laughs> drinking the Moscow Mule stuff that I bought. I am for her, but she's drinking a nice virgin one. Yeah, and it's, yes. it's amazing. Okay, good. I love it. Yay, I'm <laughs> glad that you look so cute. And you're, she's all like cozy in her coat right now. It's great. Okay, so now we're going to do your horoscope comparison. So you are a Leo. Yes. So you're born on July 29th. Mm. And from what you know, do you think you're pretty on point with your horoscopes yeah 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 yeah, i I love them (laughs) yeah no me too it's just fun to do you know and they're usually like super on point so it says that people born on july 29th are forceful and unhesitating when it comes to their objectives but also passionate and honorable when it comes to life principles i think that's so you yeah like to a T, you are such (laughs) a passionate person and you know what you want even in your acting like you are so just you work so hard and you know what you want when you're on stage and you convey that so that's pretty on point they hate nothing more than hesitance and laziness so they are rapid to snap when dealing with such people (laughs) so is that yeah yeah (laughs) like you can't really stand laziness in others and yeah and and organized people it's just like i just don't get how they get through their days <laughs> yeah no i know yeah. i if i'm not organized like i have a little planner and i plan out my week mm-hmm. and if i don't have a step-by-step plan then i just freak out but that's also like one of my like 
flaws probably and it's just i can't relax i would love to be the person who could be lazy sometimes yeah <laughs> even just once in a while like do yeah. you even make a day for yourself once a week where you just don't stress or you just are incapable of being chill i, I have to write it down to relax <laughs> seriously that's so funny it's in my planner no. relax <laughs> yeah take a break but that that's good you know i mean you're that means you're very hard working but i think because of that you do deserve a break mm. you know what i mean so let's see what else it says it says some of your positive traits include you're very direct you're very self-motivated and incredibly active yes, yes. absolutely <laughs> Yet it is really hard to keep up with these born on the those born on this day. Leo people are usually quite talkative and emotionally strong. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> those born under this sign are also progressive and innovative. They are the visionaries of today and the motivators of tomorrow. Oh wow! Wow, that's, that's a beautiful yeah. statement. I think that's totally true. You are just on a mission to achieve your goals and you're inspiring people along the way so that's amazing that's why you're here i hope that's true yeah i think oh it's definitely definitely true (laughs) negative traits Mm. uh these negatives exaggerate a lot of things and seem to have created a lifestyle from this boastful display of their qualities and skills on the other side they often resort to lying and deception Mm. when they are caught in the wrong and they never admit when they are wrong (laughs) Despite being put face to face with the evidence, <laughs> do you think that's true? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you like to be right. I like to be right. <laughs> but are you usually right? Not always. No. Oh, okay. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it depends. Do you think you are capable of admitting when you're wrong, or even when you're wrong, you're kind of like? I'm right. <laughs> like you just want to win. Yeah, I will admit it eventually. Mm. Like Magnus is also Leo, and I feel okay. like both really stubborn. But I feel like he's even more stubborn than me. Mm, mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Do you guys butt heads a lot because of that? Sometimes, but like, yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think I eventually admit that I'm wrong. Sometimes, yeah. Are you usually the first one to apologize? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too yeah because i just i love people and even if i i know i'm right i just want to reconcile the situation so we can move on and be mm-hmm. happy you know yeah yes cool so this was pretty on point it says they are devious bossy and patronizing as well interesting interesting <laughs> Bo- do you think you're kind of a bossy person I do not. When you're in charge, do you like to be in charge? Well, yes. Yes. When I'm in charge, like, when I'm in charge, I like to, you know, organize myself and be in control of that. Yeah. But, yeah, but I would not say I'm in life a bossy person, you know? Yeah, no, I want, you're very kind and very considerate of others and, Mm -hmm. I mean, you've never been bossy to me. It's probably like, it probably depends on the situation. Right. Like, if you needed to, I feel that if you were in, maybe we were in acting class, and you were put in charge of a skit or something like that, you would be the one to be like, guys, we need to get this done. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, but that's just because you're really passionate and hardworking. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there needs to be a leader in every group, so maybe that's you. (laughs) So there weren't many 
famous people born on this day that I felt you would know. <laughs> so I just kind of was like, eh, we'll just skip over that part. The only one is Josh Radner from How I Met Your Mother. Yes, I knew about that. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm a huge fan, as everyone knows. Oh, yeah, so. I've, I've many times tried to Google people that are born the same day, and He's the only one I've found. Wow. But that's kind of cool. That means you're special. Yeah. Nobody's stealing your thunder. There's a lot of people (laughs) stealing my thunder out there. Freaking Ted Danson, man. Stop stealing my thunder. No, he's amazing. So, Celia, what are you you up to? What what brought you to L.A. all the way from Iceland? That's a pretty far journey. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I studied acting at the Academy, and that's what brought me here. Um... Yeah, mainly to study acting. But now um, I'm on my OBT, so I'm starting to, you know, work as an actress. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great opportunity to be able to do that as well for years. So yeah, I'm just exploring this world. That's amazing. Did you, did you start acting in Iceland? Was this always a passion of yours? Yeah, yeah. Um, I started taking acting classes when I was about 10. Um, at that time, um, it was, I liked it because I was able to be a different person than I am. Mm. And it was kind of a way to escape my life. Yes. But I've learned to um, love acting and love being myself as well. Like, yeah. Like using a part of yourself yeah. when developing characters. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one of the main things they emphasized at the academy at least my teachers they said the character is always you you are always the character you're Mm -hmm. just bringing elements of yourself into the character to to make it more lifelike you know because Mm -hmm. if you completely leave yourself behind then then the character isn't your own yeah so yeah well that's so cool so you also are very involved in music you've produced an album is music more of a passion for you or you think acting and music are kind of on the same level right now they're kind of on the same level um before i moved here i was more um in music but i've i had done some musicals in in college and and high school it's the educational system is a little bit different in Mm. essence but um yeah so i i had done some acting but mostly music and i had studied music a lot there um yeah so uh yeah, right now it's it's equal. Okay. And I want to be able to work in both fields, which mm-hmm. is good because for me, my music is something I can always grab onto. It's something I control. I write my songs and then Magnus produces them or I have I also had a producer in Iceland who produced my album. So that's something I can always grab onto when there aren't auditions or when there aren't projects in acting. Mm-hmm. Acting is kind of like, it's out of my control. So I feel like that's why it's good to have both. Yes, you know? absolutely. So what is it like over there um, if you're an actor or a musician? Is it harder to have a career in those fields or are there a lot of opportunities to act and sing in Iceland? Yeah, there are quite a lot of opportunities there and I would say it's probably easier to do both there than here because because the businesses here are so big yes there's so many you need so much time to 
focus on your career both as a musician and then as an actor. So I would say like here it's probably harder to focus on both, but in Iceland it's probably easier because it's a smaller business and they do have quite amazing projects there. Like the theaters there are amazing and I would love to work in in those one day. Mm. Um, and the music industry is, is really interesting as well. A lot of really good musicians come from Iceland. Of Monsters and Men, yeah. they came from yeah. there? Yeah, I love them. They're and great. The style there is just so unique and the voices and yeah, it's... And I, I've often been asked um, about the Icelandic music because there's so many talented Icelandic musicians there and it's just a small country. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's like maybe something in the like nature and the darkness and the cold that just helps you write good music or something, you know. Is it really you. cold over there? Yeah, it's yeah. quite cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you like that? Are you uh, yeah. a cold weather person? Or? Um no. I I love the weather in LA. I prefer yes. it. Oh, me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I prefer it. <laughs> and is that why you wanted to come over here? I mean, since there are so many opportunities in Iceland, you probably could have just stayed there, but did you really just have this desire to one, go to somewhere warmer, and two, explore a different place? Yeah. Find uh, new inspiration over here? I used to live up in uh, Chico, California when I was a girl, and I always wanted to move back here. Mm. Um, so that was always in my plan to come back to California. But when I graduated college, I was mostly looking for um, acting schools in London at the time. Um, I knew I wanted to study abroad because you just grow so much as a person mm. by moving to another country and getting to know people from all cultures and yeah, just move out of your safety zone. Yes. So that's something I, I knew I wanted to do. I didn't want to like study in Iceland. But then um, I just found out about the academy from my friend. I wasn't really looking at schools in the States at that time. And I got an audition um, in London, actually, for that school. And then I got in and I just decided to just jump on it. And and are you happy that you did that? And oh, yes. you graduated, we graduated this past yeah, year yeah, together, together at the Dolby Theater. What up? <laughs> like right yeah. down the street. Yeah, that's such a huge accomplishment. And to come from so far, that must have been scary. Was that hard for you to leave your home and your family? Of course, it's, it's always hard to leave my family, but it wasn't hard to decide. Mm. to if I w was gonna go or not. I basically got the call when I was working and two minutes later I called my mom and said, hey, I'm moving to LA. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Can we discuss this? <laughs> but whenever I get an idea in my head, I just like go for it. Yeah. So I didn't even think much about it. I You're just, very determined. You knew that's yeah, what you wanted. I just knew I wanted to study acting and there was nothing gonna stop that. And what made you want to study acting as opposed to just coming out here and going for it? Um, because the European industries, they, like in Iceland, everybody studies acting, you mm. know, and in, in Europe as well. And I uh, eventually 
want to try to work there as well. I want to have that option as well. So, mm-hmm. like in Iceland, it doesn't work like that. Okay. Or in Europe, like you have to study. You have to study. Like there are so few people that just decide I'm an actor without studying it. You know. Mm-hmm. And also, I just feel like I want to be. Um, I want. I want to study acting just to be able to be the best actor as I can. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't like. Of course, there are people that don't study acting, but I f- I feel like you have to study it. You know. Absolutely. Like to, just to know because where it all started and just to yeah, like you said, be yeah. the best actor you can and that doesn't mean you have to go to a super expensive school i mean you can just read books or or watch the greats take acting classes whatever it is but keep you on your toes like yeah exploring keep expanding life experience yeah yeah yeah, before i got here like yeah i was an actor but i was not close to as good an actor as as i am today you know because we grew so much in school and we learned so much so I'm really grateful that I, I chose to do this. Good. Yeah. Me too. I, I loved my experience at all of the schools I went to because they really strip you down to the base. Yeah. And then they kind of rebuild you up. They add on different layers. And you do. You start from just the basic principles of acting, you know, just being you and taking away all of the things like the tension in your body. Mm-hmm. And then you you can gradually add layers on top of that that you can use for different things. And what I loved about our time there is that we not only learned just the basics, uh, how to memorize lines, things like that. But we, we learned about Shakespeare and styles and different periods. We read so many play, oh, those play reports. We did so many play reports, but I'm so grateful for them now. Yeah, I actually never had to do the 50-page bio. So there there is a teacher of the academy, and when you, you have her, she you are given a character for, your I think, your first scene, right, freshman year maybe your second scene, and you have to write a 50-page bio about that character. And that sounds so crazy, but it... It probably really helped. Like, I kind of want to do it just to do it. <laughs> and also, we so we had to do a 50-page bio about ourselves first. Oh, that's so cool. And I should do that. And then we had to do 50-page bios about the two characters that we were working on in that semester. 50 pages. Yes. Just like 150 pages. Double spaced no. or single spaced? Like, I can't remember. But oh I tend to gosh. write a lot, as yeah. you know. Yes, she <laughs> wrote so much, but it was so, like, you just, you give it 150%. You know, you don't half fast anything. And that's what, that's something I love about you. And I think that's why we get along so well, <laughs> is because you are just committed to being the best you can and you're open to criticism Mm -hmm. and notes. That's another thing I loved about school was that teachers rip you apart sometimes. But that's that's why you're paying so much money. And you you need those notes because how are you going to improve? Yeah. And then why are you paying to go to a school if you're just going to be told, oh, yeah, you're fine the way you are. Okay, then why am I in school? So, yeah, I was freaking out like when I was not getting notes because I was like, I know I can do it better. Yeah. Some, I, I, this is just the start. I know I can expand it somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, Please. And I just <laughs> admire that so much about you that you are so open to 
to being better and to have something else to work on because who wants to just do a scene once and then like you're done you know it's so much fun to be given notes and then go home and have to work on something Mm -hmm. you know that that's the homework we actually did a song together we did and i was so (laughs) nervous because you're so good her voice is angelic you guys she did a great job oh (laughs) thank you (laughs) No, what was the name of that song? It, it had was, like it two was, names. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, what was it called? Oh, oh, fudge. <laughs> Mr. Hart is going to kill us so we don't remember the song. It was, a, it was a beautiful and a weird song at the same time. So, because you had your little solo, and then mm. I had a solo, and then oh, we overlapped, kind yeah. of, and it was, then yeah. we had this song to, oh. yeah. What's the name of the song? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm looking it up. Yeah, we're gonna do. we're gonna look it up right now because it's <laughs> gonna, gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Hart. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, okay, yeah. well, the show was closer than ever, I think, than ever. Which is it's a song cycle, uh-huh. and I sang a song from it that was called "The Bear, the Tiger, the Hamster." Some weird song. Oh my gosh, Did it's never that it? easy. I've been here before. Yes. It's never. Yes. Okay. So we sang that song, and Celia's voice was beautiful. I tried to keep up with her. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's an amazing singer, and she has an album. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your album and how you went about creating that? Yeah. Um, so I had been um, playing my music for a while, like since I was sixteen, back home in Iceland, mm. and then I moved here. And I still had all my songs. I hadn't recorded anything. And after my first year in Ada, I went back home to Iceland. The only reason that I allowed myself to go back home was with that goal to record my album. And, and I also, um, also got into a jazz music school there, which was also like the reason for me to, to go there as well. Everybody thought I was not going to do it. Mm. <laughs> Everybody thought I was just going to leave the academy and never come back. And I was just, yeah, people thought I was just giving and up. And they told you that to they your face. They told me that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rude. Oh, yeah, but <clears throat> honestly, like, I was moving back because of a lot of things in my life. I was in a long-distance relationship, and I, I was feeling a lot of anxiety at that time in my life. Um due to both personal reasons and school and, and just, I think just after, re- after writing this 50 page bio, I just realized how many things I haven't dealt with in life. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I went back and I did finish my album in time. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. It, I, um, I released my first single in January 2017, right after I had com- I competed in uh, The Voice Iceland. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, in July, I released my album and it was, it was honestly the best thing I've done. It's, it was because something I created from start with my producer and there were so many songs that I've like written from, like I think my oldest song on the album I wrote when I was 15. 
Wow. And then the newest songs were like quite new. How old were you when you released the album? 23. Okay, wow. So yeah. songs that you had written from when you were 15 to then, probably very different, different stories. Different stories, yeah. And I, it was mostly stories from my life or based on, you know, my my problems and my my love stories and and you know yeah yeah but it was yeah it was amazing and which do you think is your favorite song on the album on or the album? favorite story you know that created the song well my favorite song on the album um is probably last goodbye um but that was kind of <clears throat> that just suddenly became my favorite song it was it was a song i had totally forgotten about i did not play it on gigs at all it was just sitting there on my it was my for you, you know? yeah, yeah yeah and the reason why that's my favorite is just like how it sat it ended up sounding different from where it like how it was originally it was you know magnus did his thing yeah it and it just sounded amazing but the story is probably Silence or sleep. Silence. That's the name of the album, right? It's the name of the album. And that's the song I wrote when I was like 14, 15. And that's uh, about a time in my life where I felt like I had kind of lost my voice. And yeah, due to like a lot of bullying and I just kind of didn't feel like myself anymore. Mm. I didn't... I felt like I didn't even, you know, I, I didn't want to, I, yeah, it's hard to explain. I um, found it hard to stand up for myself. So you felt silent to yourself. I felt silent. I felt like I didn't have a voice. And I was, and I was afraid of saying something that would hurt other people. So I just kept quiet. And that's really unlike me because both when I was a child and now, like I'm, I'm a really expressive person, and I, you know, I yes. tend to talk a lot. You're so talkative and outgoing, <laughs> very social. Like yeah, you so mentioned, you love being around people. Yeah, that's so not so that like was you. Not like me. So, yeah, the lyrics to that is kind of me trying to find my voice again. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. That that's you repurposing your pain in in a beautiful, yeah. creative way. That could bring peace to other people. Yeah. So you said you, you struggled with being bullied as yeah. a child or, yeah. wow. So uh, what would they bully you about? <laughs> You're so nice and beautiful. Yeah, it was, um, I moved, when I moved from the States, I was, you know, kind of, I was a weird kid when I think <laughs> about it, you know. Where are we all? <laughs> but, yeah, but I was quite different because, um, Icelandic people aren't that, you know, aren't always talkative and like, they don't like, um, what do you call it? Uh, I can't remember the word. Anyway. She, yeah, she, she's also <laughs> translating from Icelandic to English, you guys. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I see where you're kind of yeah, going yeah. with that. Yeah. But I was, I, I honestly don't know. Like I was... They made fun of me because I was small, hmm. I was tiny and thin, and like... They're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was mostly like, 
girls not allowing me to play with them and tell like it was it was hard but yeah it's hard to explain i can't really 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 remember all of it now mm-hmm. but it just had an effect on you and it made you oh, feel yeah, did. Yeah. less than because i was it was mostly like i was left out a lot so you did you spend a lot of time alone yeah like I had friends but like yeah it was like it was not a really good time in my life like also just when we got older it was more about lying about me and telling stories and stuff like that but yeah like probably I remember there's one thing I remember when it was it was probably like when it was nine or eight and the girls who I like, it was weird because I really wanted them to be my friends. So I looked at them as my friends. So I really tried to be with them, even though they were being so mean to me. And once they asked me if like, if I wanted to play with them, I was so excited. <laughs> and then um, when we were walking to their house, they just ran off and locked me out. And I was like trying to like get in and they were like, no, we don't want to play with you. And eventually I just went home crying. <laughs> what brat? What? Yeah. So, kids are mean. And then, yeah. then they had like, I hate Celia club and tried to get all the kids in my section to join it. it was <laughs> oh my gosh, what is wrong with kids are so mean. Mm-hmm. They really are. My little brother, Sailor, he had an issue with people bullying him at school and i just wanted to go just friggin' lay down the law with these kids you know i mean that that is i think it starts young when people start to feel like they're not good enough it can start as early as freaking preschool elementary school whatever and it's so important to already just know that you're loved and that you have friends and i just I don't know. It probably starts with the parents, you know, <laughs> like, or maybe they don't. I don't know. But that's just so sad. And I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that. But do you think music was a way for you to escape from that? It was an outlet for you to express your emotions? Yeah, I feel like, like, I feel like acting was more like that. Okay. Because, yeah, because I was just, um, so full of self-doubt and didn't believe in myself at all. So getting to be another person, that was just something I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been like writing lyrics mm-hmm. and music. And it's weird, that's, that's something that I started to do really early, like when I was seven. <laughs> it, when, like, even when I didn't like, know that much of English, I sat down in my room and I always wrote in English, which mm. is so weird. I found lyrics when I was moving and they were so bad. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I wrote a song but about I, the rainbow when I was little. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I was writing songs when I was just, yeah, small. So, But uh, music has been like a way to express my feelings though. Mm-hmm. I tell my stories there and I, it's kind of like a therapy. Whenever I'm feeling um, emotional or down about something, I can always write a song about it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's That's such a healthy way to deal with that, with mm-hmm. your feelings, instead of 
doing it in a in an unhealthy way which I feel there are people out there that do that and I just I want everyone to find what you have found music and acting it's an outlet for you to express yourself and the way you're feeling and do it in a way that could potentially inspire others but is also therapeutic for you Mm -hmm. and I just think that that's so important and that's why I encourage young kids to get involved in a sport or get involved in music or just find something that they love and that they look forward to and that's when you're gonna meet people that aren't going to bully you (laughs) you're gonna find the people that are like you and that's why I just I think it's so important that parents don't force their kids into doing a specific sport or a specific activity they should just kind of let them try stuff out and find what they like because if you're like no you have to play football because I played football and blah 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 then that kid's not going to fit in with that group if they don't really want to do it and then that's when it does lead to bullying and them being unhappy so it's just allowing people to find that thing that sets them on fire and allows them to feel a sense of community so and I, I definitely felt that sense of community at at our school, mm-hmm. you know, because we're and out here in LA, we're with our people. We're with creative people that are hustling and you know, just trying to yeah. freaking do it, man. That's what I love about LA. Like, yeah. We're all dreamers. We're all going yeah. after what we want. And it's okay. It's not like It's not weird. No, it's just normal. Like <laughs> Yeah, like you're like, "Oh, you're an actor. Oh, I'm an actor yeah. too. Oh, you're a musician. Cool. Like when can I come see you play?" It's not yeah. taboo. It's the no. norm. So, yeah. but in Iceland, do you think it's pretty normal there as well? Or would, were people judgmental of you? I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it's different. Like, there, when, when I go there, like, Icelandic people, they're really hardworking. And, yeah, like, when I went back for one year, for one year to record my album, I planned on doing just that and, and the um, music school. Mm-hmm. But... I felt so pressured to be working with it as well because usually in Iceland, like when I've been in Iceland, I've had like at least two jobs and and study at the same time. And you're supposed to just be doing everything all the time. All the time. That's why you don't relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's if yeah, and it's kind of like kind of expected of you to to get your education to get like bachelor and master's degree in something that's you know not mm-hmm. art or yeah, like right. something what do you call it that will create financial Se- stability. stability yes exactly going you know that way in life and I'm just not that's not you that's not me and <laughs> were, your, were your parents supportive of that decision or were they wanting you to go a more stable route I mean, yeah they 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 have always been supportive but I like a part of them were always like like always trying to be like oh so what about lawyer or doctor or (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just them trying to you know they they just want the best for me of course worried about because this business is hard and it's rough and you know it's always gonna be hard always so yeah so they just don't want me to they don't want to see me struggle through that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But because they love you, yeah. But of course, they've been supportive. But it's mostly just, yeah. A lot of people just go that. 
in a specific, specific route yeah. path yeah and you're yeah. doing something different yeah. but that, i think that's so courageous of you to to pursue what you know you love because that's that's where you find happiness yeah exactly I think. Like, just find what you love yeah and the people you love and do it and be with them you know mm-hmm. so that's so awesome well how do you speaking about the industry and being out here and how rough it is how do you deal with that how do you deal with the direct the rejection and the I don't know emotionally (laughs) like (laughs) rumbling aspect of it all I do yoga every day and I try to meditate and then you know just try to stay positive and um, I make my music Mm -hmm. like when I'm not feeling good so that also helps me Mm -hmm. so yeah Meditate and making music. That's probably my way of getting through those hard days. Those are very yeah. healthy but days. Of course, like I cry a lot. Oh, I cry <laughs> once a I day. And it's like I cry every day, I think. <laughs> but but it feels normal. so good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, so, yeah, crying is also good sometimes just to get it out. Mm-hmm. But it's just a part of it. It's, you know, just don't give up. Just keep going no matter what. And I've had some great great things here as well uh, been a, been part of that I'm so thankful of like short films and and stuff and it was that you wouldn't have been a part of if exactly. you didn't just say fuck it and go for yeah, it exactly yeah just I just always like make sure I show up in the audition in time and just do it no matter how I'm feeling and yeah and and then I just try to let it go mm-hmm. like no yeah, matter that's so how important. the uh, the audition goes just it's done it happened and now just continue with your day Mm -hmm. and i don't know just also when i'm auditioning it's i right now i try to look at it as a way like an opportunity to act and be in a room with with people who can like direct me or like to learn from them and then it's not as scary as just like oh i need to audition to get that part you know Mm -hmm. it makes me more yes just to enjoy enjoy it instead of being nervous about it absolutely because auditions are just part of the process and once you realize that and just kind of put them in as a part of your daily schedule then it does it makes it so easy to just brush it off my my vocal teacher shout out to miss decker she she was also my sitcom teacher at the academy she's incredible but she was talking to us about auditions and she would say that whenever she would have an audition no matter how she felt about it if she felt great if she felt bad she would go and get herself a little starbucks treat or she would go for a hike or do just do something that she would that she would i don't know if she went for a hike but that was just an example (laughs) but she just said do something to reward yourself even if it's it's just quick you know like watch an episode of your favorite show and that's your reward Mm -hmm. but no matter what just know that you did your best hopefully you did your best (laughs) hopefully you prepared but it's it's just part of the process and you have to accept that and love it and yeah sometimes you're gonna be like man i really sucked that (laughs) was horrible but you showed up yeah that's all you can do show up and do your best best, yeah and then just shake that shit off and move on yeah yeah and it's amazing here just to be in LA because 
there are so many auditions and you can be auditioning every week which is great mm -hmm. and you have to practice that as well it's like a it's, skill it's a skill it's different from like it was it was hard for me at first because i i felt like i was so much better when i had just a role and had been working on it and it wasn't you know the pressure of being in an audition room yeah you have to be picked to yeah, even do yeah, it exactly so like auditioning technique that's just its own thing and mm -hmm. that's something i really had to work on uh, before like auditioning and starting to audition a lot because it's just so different so like, different like i know i'm a good actor when i'm on stage and have been working on the piece for a long time but it's it's just different but if you don't have the audition technique then mm -hmm. you you're not going to even get the part to do the other stuff that you are yeah. good at yeah you have to have all like i said they're adding on different layers and no matter where you learn those layers it doesn't you don't have to go to school yeah. but you just have to be prepared exactly. because auditioning is step one <laughs> yeah it's just i think it's just learning how to be in the moment and not think about it being perfect mm -hmm. just because letting loose you don't have time for that no. and you really you can't be perfect but like you don't have time for all the work and research that you can do when you have when you're in a play mm -hmm. so just relaxing and enjoying it i guess it's probably the best way and was it hard for you to get to this point of just kind of being able to let it go i mean did you ever did it ever make you anxious oh yeah yeah like i deal with anxiety in life as well so like yeah auditions have terrified me like a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> and you even said school caused oh, yeah. you to deal with anxiety as well yeah. right yeah because i put a, i put a lot of pressure on myself and like for the past year that's I learned probably the best thing I've learned in life, and that's just to love myself mm -hmm. and believe in myself. Because I never felt good enough. Even in school, I was always like, you know, constantly working. I worked so much because I believed that I wasn't good enough. And I remember, like, on my first year, I remember staying up until like th three in the morning, sometimes longer. Sometimes I just took like 15 minutes nap in between. I maybe had like four or five hours of sleep before going to school. And I had been studying since I came back, came home, which is crazy. I didn't take a break. And that just like led to a lot of anxiety because when you work so hard and then you go to school and you do your thing and you don't feel like it was even enough, it was even enough or it like was the way you had planned to. But that's, you know... I hadn't learned how to be in the moment at that time, mm -hmm. which is so important when you're acting. Definitely. How did you learn to do that? Landfield. <laughs> Land One field. word. Oh, yes. That man, he changed my life too. Mr. Landfield, our acting teacher. That's actually the first class we had together at the academy. And that was what he was all about, just yeah. being in the moment and that applies to acting but it also applies to life yeah, i've been reading the power of now and getting more into meditation and the number one thing i'm noticing in all of these practices is being in the now and in in the book that i'm reading it, it talks about how 
the now is safe. When you're in the now, you are safe. Because right now, in this moment, we're fine. There's nothing going wrong. You know, it's it's the past that is what stresses you out. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or thinking about the future that stresses you out. But the moment that you're in right now, it's safe. And if you just revel in that, and mm-hmm. especially in acting too, you just, you perform so much better. You, mm-hmm. you it's so much more truthful when you're not in your head about it. And I think you have the homework part down. You have the preparation and the research, all that homework. And then what Landfield would say would be, do your homework, but then come in and yeah, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> just, you've already done the work. Now just, just be in it. And that's when I saw just such amazing moments from you. I mean, I saw you transform from day one and it was just such a that's what I also loved about school was that you get to see people go from one thing to it's like a caterpillar to a butterfly and they just uh, (laughs) were just soaring and she she was Nora in a doll's house she did a scene from that and that scene that's my dream role you're gonna play it I have no there's no doubt in my mind but you just you really took his notes and that's going to help you so much in life i think the fact that you can take direction and you you will do the work but now you're able to to be in the moment do you think you you have improved like can you say now that you are proud of your progress yeah definitely that's so important yeah to say to yourself yeah and just i've i've learned to be more in in the present moment in life as well of course, like when my anxiety takes over, that's then I'm often thinking about the future. Yeah, because that's like that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like worrying about the future, <laughs> mm-hmm. like what's coming. But it's but like, now you're here now. Yeah, and you're able to bring yourself out of those moments. Mm-hmm. What when you start to get really anxious, what do you do? Do you have a process or a yeah. specific routine? For me, like, cause cause now I can. Um, detect when it's like when it's going to happen like at first it's a, it just happened and it was so bad that I couldn't control it so now I try just to stay out of things that make me really anxious um, I keep myself really organized mm-hmm. I keep myself busy because um, when I'm not busy that's when I get the worst anxiety attacks because then it's like, oh, like, what am I doing in life mm-hmm. moments? And so I try to stay busy, but I also meditate every day. And just, like, that's, I have my morning routine. I have my cup of, cup of tea, I sit down, I meditate, and then I work, and then I always take a break to, like, either go to yoga or take a hike or something. Do something for you that you love. Yeah, just do like exercise because I feel like that also helps with just keeping my like balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Do you ever just chill out and watch a movie? <laughs> <laughs> or watch a TV I show? I do, I do. Good, you deserve I do, it. Julia. I do it with like, I only do it when Magnus wants to watch a movie though. I hardly ever watch a movie myself unless it's a homework. <laughs> <laughs> you're so oh, cute just, like yeah but that's something i need to that's probably a goal for next year or something to just learn how to chill and relax yes 
Absolutely. I, I think it's really important. That was definitely one of my goals was taking time for self-care. I mentioned that on the last episode. And people like us who are hard workers, mm-hmm. I think if we keep going in this pattern of just busy, 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 go, go, go all the time, we're going to burn ourselves out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we will have nothing left to give. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that, obviously. No, no, so no. just incorporating even just a day, you know, it's it's okay to take a day off. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take a mental health day or, you know, go to your favorite coffee shop and splurge and get yourself a cup of coffee, you know? I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be something that you have to buy but like you said go do yoga go for a hike walk i have my dog i'll take her on a walk you know just it you not that we deserve it we do but it's also that we need it yeah we need like for me it's also just to be around people because Mm -hmm. i'm such an extrovert and i get energy just from other people Mm -hmm. so um like i really need to remind myself to spend more time with my friends instead of working constantly yes we want to um, see you girl yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but also just like going to a coffee place where there are a lot of people that's that's sometimes just really good for me. really it doesn't stress you out no it's like if i'm working in a coffee place or just in a coffee place it's just like because i'm i get stressed when i'm alone mostly okay yeah it's 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 weird yeah yeah i need people <laughs> People calm you down. Yeah, people calm me down. That's great. And I get energy from people. It's like, it's so weird. So you you think you really feel people's energies and, and yeah. energies have an effect on you. That's so yeah. cool. Is there any other situations where you felt energy has had an effect on you? Because I, I, I believe in that as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, like any negative experience. Like when you walk into an audition room, can you kind of feel... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah. you can always sense the, the energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But, yeah, it's, sometimes it's like you're walking through a wall, you know, mm-hmm. if the energy is bad. But, yeah, I, I do tend to sense the energies in the room. But it's also just, just a part of reading people. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I've tried to get more comfortable with, like actually looking at people (laughs) when I walk in. Yeah, I I have had auditions where I just feel like, oh my god, they have they have no time for me, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like it feels like they're rushing, Mm -hmm. but then it's I feel like then it's just so important just to take your time. Yeah, just relax in the moment and do your thing. It's your time, you know. (laughs) Like, take control don't, of the room yourself yeah, with your yeah, own don't, energy. Like, don't let that stress you or, or affect you mm-hmm. like, in a bad way. Like, yeah. Well, it looks like you've totally done a lot of work on yourself and your... Yeah, just you, you know what you need to do and you've noticed what hasn't worked for you in the past and what will work for you now. And I think that that shows a lot of dedication to not only your work but but yourself and your mm-hmm. self-love yeah so that's, yeah, that's like that's really great and yeah in the end it's probably always related to self-love absolutely like if we don't love ourselves that's the source of so many problems yes so that's so like yeah i like when i was starting i 
we just stand beside the mirror and just say good things about myself or like remind me of that mm-hmm. meditate with mantras that would like affirmations yeah. yeah absolutely i at the end of every one of my pure bar classes i tell my class you are strong you are beautiful and you are enough and mm-hmm. sometimes people are they'll i'll hear them chuckle i'm like oh, that's so cheesy <laughs> yeah. but if you just really it it works it, does it work. totally yeah. i know it sounds crazy but there's a scene in How I Met Your Mother, I'm a huge fan, obviously, where Marshall, he's, like, prepping for an interview. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's saying positive affirmations yeah. to himself. And I just, or they say, you know, do a power pose or something <laughs> like that. What? Maybe it doesn't work for you, but just find that thing that works for you. If you have to look in the mirror and be like, yeah, I'm a badass. I got this. Nobody's watching. No. It's fine. No one will think you're an asshole. <laughs> No, yeah. yeah it's it's so important it really is mm-hmm. yeah i think that's that's what i'm focusing on as well self-care self-love all that that good stuff and i don't think it's being selfish unless you're no, it's like exuding it onto other people that's different but it's just it's your own practice yeah, yeah, just like because yeah i like i realized i i thought i had worked on a lot of things in my life like the bullying like i had forgiven all the people and i was just Mm -hmm. i had moved on and it was like like eight years later then it's just like i just realized wow i'm still dealing with it in the way that i still have negative voices telling me that i'm not good enough like i'm bullying myself Mm -hmm. now because that's all i've been taught that i'm not good enough or that i'm not you know that I'm not good mm-hmm. so like realizing that just made made the big change for me yeah to realize like oh wow I haven't dealt with it because I don't believe in myself I have self-doubt and I have no self-esteem mm-hmm. so like that's I I did learn I'm so glad I was bullied though because it made me a better person and yeah, but I just didn't realize that it still had such an effect on me up to this day. Like, I'm you think 25. it still does? No, yeah, a little bit. But like last year is when I realized, like, wow, I'm still dealing with these things. I need to take care of myself. I need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. So you think that is the answer? It starts with yourself. Often it does. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because you think you have moved on but you just haven't worked on the things. And if you're, um, <laughs> one friend of mine, shout out to Katie. Um, Katie! Who was, who was in, uh, in Country Wife with me. I once heard her say to her friend, like, stop, stop, um, stop talking shit about my friend when she was like saying something mean to herself. Uh-huh. It's like, and it just opened my eyes like, like, I would never say the things I tell myself to my friends. To your friends. I would never do that. Yes. So why am I telling myself that? Wow. It's like, yeah. That is so, that's so true. We, we can say such horrible things to ourselves. And we don't have to believe them. You know, mm-hmm. who, there's this book, Says Who. 
and uh, I a few months ago I did a, a thought coach certification program it basically starts with helping people reevaluate their thoughts because I think that's where everything stems from negativity depression all that it's your thoughts it's mm-hmm. what you are saying to yourself yeah. and says who talks about where Aura Nadrich she's my idol she wrote the book shout out to Aura and basically the method is finding out where that thought came from because every time you think a thought you know oh I'm ugly that stems from probably someone else saying that to you mm-hmm. at yeah. some point and then once you realize okay I'm I'm saying this in my head it came from that person saying it to me whenever but I don't have to believe it anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not true. They they either said that because they felt that they were ugly or they were jealous or something, you know, that ev- there's another quote I'm totally butchering, but <laughs> it's something about, you know, how when people are mean to you or bully you, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them mm-hmm. and how they're feeling inside. You know, when people are having a bad day yeah. and they come into a coffee shop and just yell their order at you or something, <laughs> that that's not anything to do with what you did, unless you were a dick to them. But usually <laughs> it's because they're just having a bad day yeah. and all you can do is just send like love and light their way, be like they're having a bad day I, you can't take it personally. No. You cannot take anything personally because that's when you start to think those negative things about yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, check out Says Who the Book. It's amazing. Um, but that, that's what it's all about, just recognizing where that thought came from and also recognizing that you don't have to let it have power over you anymore. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you started to do. Mm-hmm. You started to realize, I don't need to let those thoughts control me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who who has been bullied and is still maybe dealing with it? I think, like, the first thing is it's hard, but it's important, and that's to learn how to forgive the people who bullied. It's so hard, but it's the only, re- only thing for me that helped me move on. Mm-hmm. So, like, forgive first, and then... Start working on yourself and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, get help. Or, like, I didn't do that, but I wish I had because I didn't even deal with it until years later. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, learn to love yourself again mm. after people have broken you down. Yeah. And to talk about it. Do you to think talk about it. That's important. Yeah, it is. It's important. I mean, that's what the show is all about. You know, I want people to open up about whatever they're dealing with. If they were bullied or they're dealing with anxiety, whatever it is, just... And it's not complaining. It's not... uh, This isn't a self-pity session, but it's just being able to talk to another person and knowing that they're listening to you, like feeling heard by another person. That could change somebody's life, Mm -hmm. just knowing that someone is there to listen to you and to know that you're not crazy. We all, at some point in our life, have probably thought a negative thought about ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with validating yourself. You don't need to be validated by others. Mm -hmm. You need, it needs to come from yourself, from within. So, yay. (laughs) You're amazing. You're beautiful. (laughs) Celia, she is the voice. 
in the talking to nobody <laughs> theme song you guys that's celia oh. she's ang- my mom thought it was like uh somebody's voice but then with a chipmunk <laughs> anime or something on top of it she's like she sings so high it's incredible it's so cute and then magnus her boyfriend we're gonna get him on the show eventually too he did all of the music stuff and added in all those woos and i love that they're so cute uh yeah they're they're super talented that's me though the yeah woo. the woo yeah, yes, that's, yes that's that's her oh my gosh i love it and like the yeah oh, <laughs> it's so cute. so cheesy but so much fun no like, it was so, so much i remember we i came over to your yeah, apartment we- and we were, you know, I had asked you to help me with the theme song, and we were working on the lyrics, and yeah, we were just talking about things that rhymed with nobody. Yeah, nobody. Like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, what what rhymes with nobody that's not just somebody? <laughs> and you said, master key, and we were both just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, like, wait, <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. something. <laughs> And then you you finished it, and it's I love it. I think it's perfect, and I think it's really true. I think talking about your story and what you have been through will unlock new doors for your journey and yourself. Yeah. Getting to that self-love yeah. in your life, you know? So that's, we're unlocking doors, bitches. Like, that, <laughs> that's so it's all. It can be cheesy, but whatever. I I love it, and I'm just so grateful to you guys for creating it. I, I'm sure it was. It was so much fun. Oh, honestly. good. Yeah. Yay. I like, hope it wasn't I used, a hassle. Yeah, it was so much fun. And it's also fun just experimenting with your voice. And, and w- yeah, and... Like, with this jingle, I thought it needed, like, a high pitch. It did! Totally! <laughs> so many people have been saying that it's so catchy and it gets stuck in their head. I'm like, yes, yes that's what we want. I did my job. Yeah, and then the game time with Grammy theme song. I that's mean, Magnus, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Magnus freaking... I did not give him that many things to work off of. I, I just said, oh, yeah, similar to VeggieTales theme song. Like, okay. I'm sure some of you out there know VeggieTales. I just, yeah, I was like, I want it to sound similar to VeggieTales and, and Silly Songs with Larry. And that's kind of where the inspiration came from, Game Time with Grammy, Silly Songs with Larry. I watched VeggieTales all growing up. And you guys just, you killed it. It was exactly what I wanted. So thank you so much. Yay. Yay. Okay, so now we're going to do a few of Celia's favorite things. <laughs> Celia, who is your favorite band slash musician person Damien Rice really okay <laughs> Damien Rice and uh Nor Jones yes those are my top picks yes. was there a specific singer that inspired you to get into music um <laughs> do you remember when you were little like a song you I, heard I mean I did sing a lot to Britney and Spice Girls <laughs> when I was five <laughs> you're not the only one <laughs> yeah so yeah, they're probably the ones that started it all. But I don't know, maybe it's like, I think my mom has a lot to do with it, though. Aww. Because when I was uh, when I was a kid and a toddler, whenever I was sad, she just sang with me and everything was better. It was just, if I sang, I was, you were so, happy. I was so happy. And it was an easy way for her to get me to be happy when I was not. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I just always had a really positive uh, connection to singing 
and eventually it just became my passion. Mm-hmm. And I remember once when I was like seven, I told her like, "Oh, I wanna, I wanna write lyrics and music like, like this artist. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. But I was seven when I said that, and I'm still doing it. So it's that's pretty amazing. Wow! <laughs> and that just goes to show the influence your parents can have on you. Yeah. So, oh, your mom. Yeah. Does she does she like to sing too, or it was just something kind um, of fun? It's, I think she like likes to sing, but there's no other singer in my family though. <laughs> wow! Look at you, you're paving the way. Yeah. Yeah. My dad took some singing lessons once, but that was like fun. <laughs> oh <laughs> my really gosh. got injured. He's like, Celia, I want to learn to sing. I was like, okay. Okay, dad. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> so, that's so cute. Yeah. Who is your favorite actor slash actress? Ooh. That's a hard one. Um, I love *Handmaid's Tale*. I haven't show. seen that yet. <laughs> I've been obsessed with I watching *Marvelous Mrs. Maisel*. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see you being All in the a show like there that. Are so good. Um, oof, favorite actors. Well, Brian Cranston was like one of my favorites, and um, he's incredible. And then a lot of like Icelandic actors that are. That I've been watching all my life, like Ingvarasjöson, he's really good, um, and all the actors from um, a uh, acting group called Vesterport. Their shows are amazing, like mm-hmm. the best theater shows that I've ever seen. Wow! From them, it's just yeah, they're amazing. But yeah. I yeah I don't have like one favorite but I have a, there are a lot of actors that inspire me. Mm-hmm. What about f- number one female actress that you think? Well, obviously actress is female. Yeah, it's a hard one. Um, one second. <laughs> She's I'm, gonna look it up. I'm so bad with names. Oh no, it's I okay. Just remember faces. Well, it's so like even my favorite people, even my favorite actors. I'm like. What's your name? I like you, but what's it's your name? So bad. No, it's not. Well, and also, I mean, you probably think in Icelandic. I do. And then you have Sometimes, to. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in school, I started thinking English, but right now I live with Magnus, so most of the time I think in Icelandic. So you guys talk to each other yeah. in Icelandic. Oh yes, we do. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm making you. Well, talk I love. <laughs> I do love like Emily Clark. She's great. I remember her name before. Oh, I, from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. Amazing. One of my girl crushes. I have, I have lots of girl crushes. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale. Okay. She is amazing. She, like, just what she can do with just a look and no words, just in her eyes. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I do I do also admire Rachel McAdams. Yes. I love her. She, especially just all the projects that she has done are so good mm-hmm. and, and yeah I feel like like her career that's a career I would die she's for, done so you know? much yeah she's yeah. done so much and so many different things as well mm-hmm yeah well those are great ones yeah. favorite we're gonna change it up a bit do some different stuff favorite Icelandic food ooh that we could look into and maybe try <laughs> mm-hmm. just jerky Fish jerky. Yeah. So it's like beef jerky but fish? Yeah. Can you get it at 
the gas station or you can get it everywhere everywhere yeah okay that's and and yeah fish in iceland is pretty good lamb leg is also really good Sorry, I've never had lamb. <laughs> no, this is your episode. You can talk about meat if you want to. Favorite American food? Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like pizza. Well, that's not. Is it American? Uh, yeah, In and Out is pretty good. Um, yeah. In and Out. That's In-N-Out. a good. I'm not a huge well, In and Out like, fan. I don't know. Like, I eat a lot of like just. Different food, like you're pretty I love healthy. Italian food, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to <laughs> try to say healthy, mm-hmm. but I love, I love cheese. <laughs> so much. Oh, I'm lactose intolerant. It's so unfortunate. Uh, I still eat it sometimes, yeah, because it's just so good. Mm-hmm. But Icelandic candy that's so good is licorice. That's probably the thing I oh, miss uh, most from <laughs> Iceland. It's like really good salty licorice. It's strong and salty as well. That's so. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah but tried. that's like a thing mm-hmm. over there, right? Because oh, yeah. you said you even like licorice tea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so gross. That's my favorite. But that's your thing. That's yeah. so cool. Well, next time we'll have that for you, <laughs> not for me. I'll stick with the Moscow yeah. meal. Um. Oh, let's do one more favorite thing. Well, you said you like yoga. Would you say that's your favorite type of workout? Yoga, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yoga. I used to, and, and dance as well. I love dancing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, yoga is something I I do a lot because it's it's both good for my soul and my body. It's like, yes. It's another way to express yeah, yourself. Yeah. And also get a good mm-hmm. workout. Well, is I there... I gymnastic gymnastic once. Yeah. And I had always wanted to try it. So I took like adult classes. It's so much fun, but it's so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you able to do any flips oh, and stuff? No, no. Yeah, I was once in my last class. And then I've never done it again. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, if so you keep up with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I miss gymnastics. I did it for a long time. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Is there any... Are there any upcoming gigs you have that we could come to? Yes. Ooh, yay. I have one on Wednesday. Wednesday! Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we're going to... January 16th. That's probably where this episode's going to be out after that happens. Oh, really? Oh. No! <laughs> Anything after that? Um, I will post it on post social it. media. Yes, and we'll post it. I have a couple it. of things uh, probably coming up, but this is the one this week. Okay, well, maybe we'll we'll try to post about that before yeah. this episode <laughs> airs. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much. We will definitely keep people up to date with what you're doing. Your album is on Spotify. It is, yes. Silence. Silence. By Ce- but you go by Celia Rose. Rose. That's my middle name, yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't go by my last name here. It's way too hard for that, people. That's helpful. <laughs> we, we appreciate yeah. that. I'm sorry. We suck. No, yeah. So it's Celia, C, uh, no, no, it's S-I-J-A-R-O-S. Yes. On and the Spotify. O has like a comma. Or that little, little thingy-majig. Thingy, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And 
And I'm I'm also the singer on Magnus' Daxon album. So okay. People can also listen to Magnus Daxon. What a good I'm girlfriend. You're pushing him too. They're yeah. they're very talented people. I'm working on my second album, so there's gonna be some new music coming soon. So Yay! Well check her out everyone. She's an incredibly hard worker, very talented, and she just has a lot of heart and passion and she puts that in her music. So check her out. Thanks for being here. Thank I love you. you. Love you too. And now it's time for Game Time with Grammy, the part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. Hello, my lovely dears. It's Grammy once again, back for your favorite segment of the show, Game Time with Grammy. This week we have lovely Celia. Hello, Celia, dear. Hello. Hello, yes, thank you for spending your evening with Grammy. I know that seems kind of lame, probably. <laughs> um, but we're going to play a fun game. Mm-hmm. So it is Watch Your Mouth, Girl Power Edition, because I know that you're a singer. And you love Britney and lots of other girl singers. So Nathan has picked out some, he's picked out some names of girl musicians and well-known ones. Hopefully you will know some of them. And he's written them on cards. So what you would do is you would take the, the mouth stretcher thingy, majig. Yes, so fun. Don't worry, it's clean. They're all clean. You put it in your mouth. You will pick a card, and you will have read it, and I would have to guess it. Right. Here's the catch, though, dear. <laughs> Since I heard from my granddaughter, Janie, that you were such a fit, healthy girl, if I, if either of us cannot guess it, guess the name, we have to do five push-ups. <laughs> I'm not excited about this, dear. It's not funny. I'm an old woman. I can barely get out of this chair. Oh, you can do it. But I'm going to have to do it because Janie is telling me to do it. And I don't want to get in trouble by my boss. Not that she pays me, that little shit she should. So sorry. Uh, anyway, so do you understand the rules of the game, dear? Yep. So we'll start with you. Hopefully I get it right so I don't have to do the push-ups. So put it in your mouth mm-hmm. and then pick a card. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm, right. I'm ready, dear. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yes. Okay. Wow. I might be kind of good at this. Okay. A Winehouse. A Winehouse. Oh. Oh, you can (laughs) give me Winehouse. (laughs) Yes. You're you're so sweet. You can take it out when you guess it. Unless you want to keep it in if you enjoy it. No, it's, yeah. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your turn. Okay. This is Uh, fun. uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, my turn. Mine's a little smaller. Yes, Marvel, you're staring at me. Zany's puppy is staring at me. Oh, that's a cutie. Here we go. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yes, oh, this is kind of easy. <laughs> we should have done something else, maybe. All right. <laughs> It's true. At least none of us have to get up. Oh, That's okay. nice. Yes. Okay. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to say a hard one. I just say it's not hard. Katy Perry. 
Katy Perry. Yes, yes. You know a lot You're so more. Good at this game. Yeah, look at you. Well, we tried to do one shit you would hopefully know, dear, because we know you're not from here. So, yes, yes, yes. Here we go. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. I'm surprised I even know these dear. These are not people from my, my era. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm You're really good at this game. Oh, I'm yeah. just good at every game, yeah. dear. Yes, I make sure that it's a game that I can win. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I think I tied this one. Oh, you know this one. Rainy Sears. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she keeps kicking her, huh? I think she likes it. Here we go. All We're getting right. down to the brim. Nikki and ya. Or Nikki. Nikki. And ya. In ya. In Nikki's in ya. In ya. Yes. Nikki. Uh, Minya. Min, Minya. Minya? Min, Min. Oh, what's her name? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Nikki, uh, she's the one with the fake butt. Uh huh. Isn't it fake? It's totally uh, fake. Uh, Minaj! Uh huh. Yes, yeah, like Minaj and Trois. She probably yeah. has those all the time. <laughs> yes, that scandalous thing with that booty. That was, that was a little harder. Okay, right, here we go. Ugh. The queen, as they call her. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, none of us have to do push-ups. I think uh, we should make Nathan do push-ups. I think so, That too. should be the... <laughs> He's shaking his okay, head. Okay, ready? Yes. Arlie Shars. Oh. Arlie? Arlie Shars. Arlie Shars. Eilie? Eilie Miley? Oh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, that was that was tricky. Oh, wait, this is the last one. Wow, this yes. was a really quick game. Uh-huh. No push-ups. No push-ups. Oh, yes, here we go. Adele. 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 <laughs> yes. Wow. So, we made it easy for you, dear, since you said that you needed to, you know, maybe be easy. So, we're going to actually continue the game a little bit with the cards, so don't move. So these are cards from the real game. Uh, shout out to uh, Watch Your Mouth. So you're gonna have three. Okay. And I'll have three, and they have rhymes on them. So it's the same thing, you pick a card, and then I have to guess what you're saying, because that okay. one was way too easy. Okay. So here we go. So we might actually have to do push-ups now. I don't know why I did this. I just, just hurt myself. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Our car, the shade of the lane nine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it again slower? Overcame. Overcame. The shame. The shame. Off the. At the. Off the. Off the. Lame. Lame. Name. Name. Mm -hmm. Overcame the shame. Off of the lame name? Yeah. Oh, wow! Oh, I don't have to do push-ups! Oh, okay, here we go, your turn. Okay. I heard this very hard. Okay. Hard. 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 Hearts. <laughs> it's a name. Oh. 
Oz Oz Josh Josh No Oz Josh is the straw Oz Josh Ah the e Ah, Bob's job is to swab <laughs> the thingamabob. She, these are tricky in Bob's here. She has to do push-ups. Push yes, okay. yes, yes. This was my plan the whole time. Uh. I'm being mean to the Icelandic girl. Woo, her push-ups are impressive. Oh, Marvel's sniffing her butt. <laughs> Yes. Oh, well done, dear. Well, you're getting a workout and uh, yeah. having a good time. Yay, yay. Okay, my turn. Maybe this old woman will have to do some push-ups. Probably only be able to do one. Here we go. Your, I, hey. Your, oh. You. You. I. May. Hey. Pay. To stay. To stay. On the parkway. On the parkway. Yes. Whoa! Grammy never <laughs> loses, dear. Never loses. Um. Yay, yay. Okay, here we go. Mary. Fairy. Mary. Mary. Uh-huh. Mary. Mary. Yeah. Quite. Quite. Caught. Quite. Contrary. Mary. Mary caught contrary. Mary, Mary, quite, 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 quite contrary. Quite contrary. Yes, yes. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Mary, quite contrary. Yes, yes. Well done. Well done. Yes, she's getting better. She doesn't want to do any more push-ups. Yes. Friday. Friday. Through. Through. Monday. Monday. Play. Play. On the fairway. On the fairway? Yeah. Monday through Friday, play on the fairway? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, this is the last one. Hopefully it's a hard one, so she has to do more push-ups. <laughs> Not that she needs it. She's very in shape. Okay. Ready? Who? <laughs> Ready? Ready. 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 <laughs> my my mouth got just popped out of my, popped out of my mouth. It got spit everywhere. Oh, oh goodness! It's you lost your teeth. Oh, my mouth is just so large. Uh, okay, let's try this again. That's hilarious. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ready. It's a name. Freddy. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Betty? Uh-huh. <laughs> Eddie? Betty is. Eddie? Betty is. Eddie? Betty? Who? Flu? The? The? Betty Boop flew the coop. It's hard to say. What? Betty Boop 
Have you heard of Betty Boop? I old, have not. Old car. Oh, that's okay. That's okay, dear. You don't have to do push-ups if you don't want to. It's hard to say P with this shit. It is. And M and, like, everything. Yeah. Everything All of the, what are they called? Le- le- we, we, yeah, puzz le- and buzz and muzz. Anything that's with your lips. lips. Yes, yes. Well, dear, you did a terrific <laughs> job. You only had to do five push-ups. That's not that bad. Um, thank you so much for playing with us today. And we'll hope to see you soon, dear. Just keep singing. And I, I'm a wonderful singer myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm an opera singer. I was an opera singer. Um, I still can play piano. I still make my granddaughter sing whenever she comes over. I make her sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I make her sing all the Peter Pan songs. And um, I'm sure nothing compares to what you could do, dear. Yes, you're amazing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We'll see you soon. So let's do our Grammy sign-off. Douches dears. Yes, yes, beautiful. She's so cute. Yes, goodbye, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.